0: How long gone Chris Black coming to you from a frigid frigid lower Manhattan on this beautiful Mm. Sunday them jeans. uh, How's it going bro?
1: It's it's wet and warm in Glendale baby. It's not (laughs) it's not freezing. It rained all, all night last night. Sun's coming out. Bay is going for a hike. Little post-rain hike. Does it get better?
0: Uh, yeah, it does. I prefer a dry kind of clay, but that's just for shoe maintenance, really. Yeah, but, but after a little
1: light rain, that you get no dust. Yeah, Nothing I worse pre- than a dust hike.
0: I prefer dust to to mud. That that's just me personally, but I I understand. There's something it, right?
1: there. I got I, we got a clean take of that.
0: It's a <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a it sounds like drugs. It does sound like drugs. It does sound like drugs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: just chilling. Uh, just coming off of my DJ set. For the abortion charity event.
0: Oh, that was last night? That was last night. Oh, I didn't realize it was last night. Uh, did you shut it the fuck down?
1: Yeah, I, I made that <laughs> bar slash restaurant my bitch last night. Okay. My so,
0: tunage. So did this bar slash restaurant. Now, last time we discussed this, uh, you're, you were saying there might be some billing issues where you, you were kind of going up against... Heidecker and someone else. I can't remember who it was blonde, blonde shell, blonde shell and Heidecker versus them jeans. So they were kind of in the main room and you were in the, the other room. How did that end up going? Did it work out for you? Was it okay? I mean, in terms of it raising money for a charity, <laughs> that part was good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So when you were playing your Calvin Harris remix, I didn't. Uh, I didn't but actually I had a moment with a Calvin Harris
1: song yesterday when I was in record box putting my set together and i was like sometimes i look at songs as if like they were to be scored in a movie or a tv show i don't know i have like a vi- like visual like the way my yeah, mind yeah, works yeah and i just really wanted <laughs> his mind <laughs> his mind i'll play the song right now for our listeners it's coming up right now but just imagining like the last scene of like an episode of an entourage style show okay okay or like the boys did something and it was bad but then it ended up working out and everything's gonna be okay love that love it's, that it's 2009 and everything's gonna be okay and it's it's this song called summer by calvin okay. harris <laughs> damn he's so sick about meeting it's about a guy a six five millionaire who <laughs> Meets a girl uh, <laughs> during the summer. The month, I got that. The 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 season summer, and then the summer when the summer happens. It kind of like reminds of her
0: okay so he he met the love of his life in the summertime it maybe didn't work out and then every summer after that he's reminded of this love is that is that safe to say
1: yeah when when autumn comes around the oh leaves, no. the leaves turn brown and that's not good that's bad but then when that mm-hmm. goes away and it gets warmer again and the summer comes back that's good. oh man that's good, that's good. That's good. it's good time i mean I think anyway, it's a beautiful song, and if if you needle drop it in the right way, you know, tears, uh, okay. tears are not off the table. Okay. It's Ariana's second single. Is this Sorry, an
0: album cut or is this something that like I would know if I heard it? Like how big was this at soul cycle?
1: You would you would know this. This is a soul cycle. Okay, okay. Parker okay, right okay. now is is cavelting whatever that word means. He's
0: like shit. I got to put this on my record box. He's like I kegel to that also i want to talk about record box because i know a lot about djing and dj culture from from you Mm -hmm. and our friendship and working together but record box is something i know it's spelled funny and i know kind of what it does but i would love for you to explain to me exactly (laughs) what it does because i have to admit i don't really know
1: okay how do you think record box is spelled
0: incorrectly I believe it's R E K O R D. Yeah, you got is it. that. You got is it. that correct? Okay, okay. we got away. So I'm, I'm halfway a there. Winner. I'm halfway there. Okay,
1: so yeah, it has a little bit of a German spelling to it. I just think that's funny. Okay, yeah,
0: I just think that's funny.
1: So yeah. <laughs> it's just a it's a it's technically a, a music management system, so you can use it okay. just like iTunes as a way okay. to just organize your music have a library of your of your music files. Um, And you can also use it to create playlists that you then load on to your USB stick. And then you can show up to babies All Right for your 1115 to 1130 set. Uh, And then you can also technically DJ with it as well. Like it has a little kind of built-in player where you can like load up songs and mix them together in it. And it's free. It's also notoriously like the buggiest, dumbest software it's really ass backwards It you have to update it like daily and the updates <laughs> are update huge and they're daily slow and uh, it's, updating it's something it's,
0: updating a program <laughs> daily is cool as hell.
1: I've been using it for 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 you know 10 years at least, you know over 10 years and I've never opened it where it didn't <laughs> ask me if I wanted to up to update. Uh, and it's always like 14 gigabytes. that feels
0: like a cool prank because it's free. They're like, you know what? We're going <laughs> to. I feel like I'm going we're, to right we're give this to you for free. We're going to make you update it every time you open it and take up all the yeah. space on your laptop.
1: I got my my angry birds is in app payments and record boxes just in app updates every day. You're going to have to update. Sorry, brother.
0: That's where we got you. That's funny. I didn't know that. Okay. I'm glad to understand. That. So so at the set last night, you're saying the crowd was a little thin, but that didn't stop you from rocking the party. No, The
1: crowd wasn't thin. It was packed. It was you couldn't even
0: walk or move, but was, hold on. Hold on. But it was, was it packed in the space. You were we're in or in the other or is everywhere. Both. Okay, both. good. Okay. okay but the okay, the okay,
1: problem okay. was there's like the main room where the where the bands are playing and everyone is enjoying themselves and getting their money's worth and then there's the room that, was, uh, that I was in which is sort of just a, an open and operating restaurant where you shove people into. Yeah. And overflow I happen to be my DJ area happened to be about half the size of the uh, embroidery area. <laughs> where where someone
0: where you where somebody is offering their services. So you could could get a, You could get a kind of like a Planned Parenthood chain stitch hoodie. Is is that what you're saying? Or like what is yeah, you
1: could show up with your Trader Joe's tote and get like a (laughs) like a spider web for abortion (laughs) embroidered on there or something like that. And okay. Okay. You know me the maestro of music conducting the the vibes and the aesthetic for the night. I kind of got crammed into this little corner area, yeah, no bigger than a shoe fly. Mm -hmm. And then you know the embroidery chick is able to bring her industrial folding (laughs) sewing machine (laughs) and and, and set that up. There, there's and it's such a small area because it's a restaurant, so there's tables and people dining everywhere, and that little kind of small area that could be reserved for maybe a dance floor where people could dance to the dance music
0: it was taken up
1: was more so just taken up by a like i said an industrial commercial grade sewing machine that did not get turned on a single time that i was there
0: you're saying no one took took her up on her offer, yeah. Who just sporadically gets something embroidered? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I love, you know, I love a monogram and I love embroidery, but it's a pre-planned. <laughs> it, it's kind of it's it's like a it's like a good murder. You gotta you gotta plan that ahead and of time. And <laughs> it's also
1: premeditated. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're we're into tats. We have a lot of tattoos, but you go into a shop and you don't like any of the flash on the wall. You're not gonna get a tattoo. You gotta really. Fall in love with something enough to
0: that's true. Fork
1: over the bucks to get something like that, and if you see the flash and it's just like a cat reading a book, and you're like, you know what? I don't know if I want to buy that.
0: I don't actually. I don't actually need that. So okay, but did you have fun? And look, money was raised. It was a it was a win win for Mm -hmm. them. Jeans. I had fun. Okay, so you had fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that that was cool. But then afterwards, we went. Carolyn, one of her friends, was having a birthday party. And it was a tar themed birthday party. The film Jesus Tar.
0: Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Which sorry. Which I know you... is
1: not going to bring you delight, but it brought me a
0: lot of delight. No, having any sort of theme doesn't bring anyone delight. It, it causes work for your guests, is what it is. And it's rude. But go ahead. Yeah, but when it's a Lydia tar themed no, no, party, it, uh, it's work spelled W E R Q. How long gone? Is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason.
1: BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So, for maybe the first half of our suite sessions, we're spent off, obviously off clock, going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. So many different therapists to choose from.
0: I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelpcom slash long today to get 10 percent off your first month. That's better H E L P dot com/slash/howlong. Nice yeah, I mean, I, but it's just like, okay, would everybody wear expensive clothes? Like, what is the, th- there's no theme there. Okay. Well, that's,
1: that's what a lay person might assume, but there's so many layers to the tar onion, Chris. Come on. It
0: feels also, I have to say, it feels a little late to have a tar birthday. That movie's three years old.
1: Evergreen, the tar franchise. No. The tarniverse. It's, it's really is evergreen not
0: Tarniverse. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's really not. But go ahead. What did you what, did you participate in the theme or was there like a themed? Was there like bad German food? What was the?
1: <laughs> no, the food was good. It was. It was. The food was not tar themed. It was you know classic charcuterie, hummus, veggies, etc.
0: Okay. There okay. was
1: there was tar decorations. Obviously, tar was playing on loop on the television. Oh wow. Okay, um, so they went
0: very literal with the theme. Okay, I didn't know.
1: And then they're at the little area where the food and drinks and the little, the little area <laughs> you somebody could call it a table. Maybe okay, uh, it was so, in a food part of the house. I guess like a kitchen.
0: Okay, got it. Got it. Use your words and there were there. So
1: there's the, the all the food and stuff and then there are these little kind of pill bottles, you know because she had a little pill problem. Yeah, but inside of the pill bottles instead were just uh, kind of chopped up mushroom chocolates. Oh God, so you can just pop a few of those, which I did. And there's a- I'll, tell you,
0: I'll, I'll tell you what this is the most like 33 year old <laughs> LA upper middle class bullshit party I've ever heard of in my life. I was I was the only straight person. There. It's a tar theme and they give out little mushroom chocolates. I'm not done yet. I'm not. Done We're yet. so edgy. Okay, go ahead. There's, go ahead.
1: there's like a bowl that had pencils in it. Okay. Um, Because she kind of likes, she loves pencils and she like steals them from other people. And then conductor's batons. Like she bought like a 30 pack of conductor batons on Amazon or something. And everyone could just grab a baton. So everyone was walking around the party wearing like La Mer trench coats with blonde wigs on. And, you know, nice kind of collared white shirts with one half tucked in and one half not. Just sort of conducting around. And then there was a an impromptu kind of flash mob style musical performance that oh brought me to my knees god
0: dude this is a nightmare this is like this this is like when we were at that <laughs> awful party and they played the succession or the 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 white lotus <laughs> theme song and everybody knew it i literally didn't i was like what is this why is everybody dancing to this instrumental
1: damn life was so much better when you would just go to a, a yola mescal party and they would put on <laughs> and everyone dances around like a tribes person
0: like these people before are
1: before they go back home to laurel canyon
0: yeah these, these people got too much money they got too many fucking songwriting credits to be dancing around <laughs> to the white lotus theme song in 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 silver Lake. okay so <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah i I, th- I almost blocked that out of my mind thanks chris for ruining my son no no problem. hey I'm, I'm, so I'm here for you there was so this performance so there's this guy there named cosmo and he was literally the kramer of this party he was like the Kramer from Seinfeld of this party. Every party has a Kramer and he was that guy. Yeah, yeah, I
0: I, I caught it by I I caught it by his name choice. That's absolutely 100% not his government name.
1: I don't know. He's one of those guys where you like this guy could be this guy has like a PhD and he is really good at riding the unicycle and he can like build a house, you know, one of those guys. But Mm -hmm. so where everyone's hanging out drinking talking whatever and Cosmo emerges from the backyard he's got the blonde wig on and he's has an accordion on and he's playing the this sort of like minor atonal accordion and he's screaming apartment for sale he's singing the apartment for sale song from the movie walking through the party and i was i was dumbstruck i could not
0: i was eating it up Dude, this is this this is literally like this sounds like being kidnapped and taken to the worst party of all time. It's like you're going to the magic castle, but worse somehow. It's an escape room. I, yeah, I don't understand like why as adults, can't we just go to a house and have fun? Like why why do we have to give it all this extra bell and whistle to enjoy ourselves? That's my question.
1: I don't think we have to, but I think in these trying times it helps to have two things to rub together.
0: If you, even if you had a birthday party. You told me it was themed. I, I would do my best not to come that. That's the that's the honest <laughs> you truth. You book yourself out for an out of towner. Yeah, whatever the theme is. I don't care if it's Chris black themed. I'm still not coming. <laughs> I just can't on print. I just can't on principle. I just can't on principle. We're too. It's 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 Chris like black themed. We're just too old for this. Like we're just too old to be doing stuff like this. Like it's it's teen behavior. And I just don't understand. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess that this is what people need to do to feel comfortable having fun around other people. They can't just go and have a conversation. They have to have like a a conversation starter pre-applied to the event. Yeah, that is true. You know, which is uh, wild. But did you know anybody there or not really? No, not a single person. Yeah, I know you like that. It's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah I know you like that. Yeah, you know I like that. You know I like it when that happens. But it does feel like, uh, yeah, anyway. Okay, so did you get fucked up?
1: um not really i mean i had i had some mushrooms and a couple pacificos it was pretty
0: chill i want to talk about something you sent me we
1: have so much to talk about we didn't even talk about the coachella lineup yet
0: i want to i was, it's something you sent me just quickly then just something you sent yeah, yeah. you sent me that there was a there was an unnamed after hours party going on last night <laughs> and the flyer the flyer said that you had to remove your shoes and slippers would be provided at an after hours party, Mm -hmm. which an after hours party is a place for people to continue to do drugs after the bar is closed, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and that's the only point of that. And, and the thought of being, High on ketamine mm-hmm. and forced to like sit down on a dirty floor and take off my Andamula Meister platform boots and put on some little You said Leighton Meister platform boots? Uh, no, no. No, nothing. Don't worry about it. People who know will know. Did you say and other Meesters? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and then you have to and then you have to put on some little slippers from Muji. <laughs> it's insane. That's insane, dude. That is insane. Well, I think it's because
1: the, I mean, it's a thing that I've seen people talking about a little bit here and there where people don't really do uppers as much as they used to. Like ecstasy, molly, and cocaine has been replaced by ketamine for a lot of people. Uh, No, that's fine. And that's what, I think that's a big reason for it. So like this after party where the flyer politely suggests that we will be removing our shoes in the lounge area and slippers can be provided if you want some even though that seems like a subdued kind of chill vibe. I think it's going to be like a really druggy. Yeah, definitely like,
0: definitely druggy
1: people are going are going to be doing their thing. but you
0: know what I want when I'm on drugs in front of other people. I want my shoes on my feet because if, if something if something bad happens, I want to be able to I want to be able to so this, move. Is, this is like the reaction
1: pants that you can react in. Yeah, when we were talking. Yeah, okay. exactly.
0: It's just it's I can't storm. If I have my boots exactly on, on somebody's doorstep. What if somebody pulls out a knife or something and tries to attack me or take my drugs? What am I supposed to do if I can't if I can't kick them with my shit kickers? It's just I was just blown away that we've gotten into shoe takeoff culture to the point where an after party where people are going to drugs. That's what they're worried about. Mm. (laughs) Not someone dying on their watch like worry about the Narcan. Let's not worry about the shoes.
1: But what if it feels so good to like have your <laughs> shoes
0: off, man? No, but we have like a super plush carpet and I can just kind of like rub my feet in it and it's But so I guess
1: sick. now that you say that, now that you're talking cuz I didn't even think about the reaction thing, but since since you're like an alpha male on the edge, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't it's 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 on your mind more than mine. And I wonder if that's a thing where if I was maybe, you know, you know when there was all those smash and grab robberies at the malls around LA for a while. Of course, if you get privy to one of these events, I feel like you could really go in there and clean up. It's just—it's a real taking candy from a baby. You've got a hundred puppies laying, oh, yeah. with their belly belly facing oh, you, yeah.
0: just saying, "Here, please take all my belongings." It's—it's it's nothing. It's I wouldn't nothing even know to how do. to chase you down the street if I wanted to. That's—that's that's what I'm saying, and I'm—I'm—I'm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm pretty fast for my size, but barefoot, that's gonna hurt. You know what I, I mean? I think so as
1: I'm- a member of the ambient community, I need to sort of form a vigilante task force um to protect those who need to like just totally chill out and just like change their vibe for a while. You know, it's like a Black Panther, but for ambient ambient people. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking it to the street. Yeah, I got that. I got <laughs> but it's not black. Is it and it's not white.
0: I don't. You have to think about this. We will we'll get off
1: white panthers. <laughs> that's just like a really mellow cream Dijon panthers. There we go. We're moving on.
0: Now I sent you this this Drake video that's been going around. He's basically in his house in, in Toronto and he's kind of just vibing out and getting ready for for bed. It's like a day in the life. Is that how you would describe it? It's, it's a it's a self care. Yeah
1: session get ready with me style, set up a tripod in your house and put lotion on yes kind of video. Yeah, so he that has been emerging as a as a trend
0: but you see him on his couch and he's he's smoking hookah and drinking one of his aperol spritzes and then he blows the hookah smoke into the aperol spritz so it looks like dry ice which i thought was a nice well, touch
1: yeah such a cool party trick if you saw that in real life i'd be blown away
0: but then he goes to you know he goes to like he goes to the the sauna and the shower and he's got a robe on and then he puts, you know, his, his serums on and his lotions. He, he wraps his, puts the do rag on and then he lays down in bed. And, um, my question is who's filming this man or woman,
1: man for sure.
0: Okay. So you think this is his kind of like video guy,
1: video yeah i think it's his video person
0: this is a member of member of dream crew is is this is their job
1: yeah maybe gunner filmed it who knows (laughs) um yeah but it is it's a fun and funny emerging trend that's also really quite dark i think like the biggest most popular version of it is like the the target guy you know what i'm talking about yes
0: yes i've heard about this i've never seen this but i've heard about this there's
1: like there's a target guy and there's another like another guy where he just films himself going to mcdonald's and eating mcdonald's inside mcdonald's and then going home
0: like no so it's not even a mcdonald's hall he just eats inside the mcdonald's
1: i think it's it's sort of like i'm going to show you how responsible i am i'm going to go go uh, feed myself for dinner all by myself okay but it's it's not necessarily about the mcdonald's it's like i'm going to put on my outfit, I'm going to spray on cologne. Sure. I'm gonna pick up my sunglasses. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna go get into my Hellcat that just got washed. I'm gonna drive it and I'm gonna park at my local McDonald's on Peachtree. And then I'm gonna go inside and order my meal and eat it alone. But but every single thing has been shot and everything has been shot, I'm assuming by himself with a tripod, so he has to like literally drive to a McDonald's, park his car, get out, set up a tripod, pull out of his parking spot and then do it all <laughs> over again. He has to do that for every, you know, for whatever, 50 shots for this thing. Spends an entire day and then other uh, and, and then the target guy is like him smelling candles at Target, putting a Yankee candle in his in his basket and he has to set up this tripod and, and do it all. And then everyone kind of started realizing like, wait a minute, this like what the fuck is going on Yeah, this? Is this, actual, is, this, this is, is beyond disturbing. Yeah, this is
0: really dark. I mean, I think that because Amar Deep was texting me about this video last night and he was just like, Is he trolling? And I'm like, I think he I think there is a tongue in cheek element to this, but I don't think that the, the tongue in cheek is made clear lo- enough. Yeah. That that's my I, <laughs> you know you, I,
1: you look at it and you're like, Surely this is a troll because nobody would seriously Drake would not seriously be doing this, but then because it is Drake, it's really hard to realize or, or deduce if it is, in fact, in in earnest or if it is making fun of someone or something. I mean, I think... So it just he, looks like a normal Drake video. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think he thinks he's being subversive. Like, I think he thinks he's like, oh, I'm going to get on this trend and do my version. It's going to be funny. But then he does it and he just comes off so serious that that it doesn't work the way he thought it would.
1: Well, I think to, to circle a square a tar colored square when you're complaining like people can't just get together and have a fun night together it has to be a theme going on. I think this is even Drake, one of the most rich, famous, successful people who could do whatever he wants. It really is lonely at the top. He's, it's Saturday night. He's sitting in his giant kitchen where his, the, the Island is the size of a fucking Clippers arena. And he's like, what if we made one of those videos where I did this? <laughs> yeah that was their that was their saturday night Let's him and rock. the
0: boys made a fun video like we're in fucking middle school him him lighting also him lighting two candles to lay in bed and go to sleep say bro you no one sleeps with candles lit come on that's unsafe
1: yeah maybe the heath ledgers of the world or something
0: let's make this yeah yeah unless you unless you're going to choke on your own vomit in the bathtub you're not you're not lighting candles and keeping them on before bed that yeah, that's,
1: Roadman is not nodding off
0: i know that's partly an advertisement for his his candle brand that he has but still mm-hmm. it, it felt it felt forced but yeah it's an amazing it's an amazing piece of work if you haven't seen it but i i do think that um it's a classic when celebrities try to participate in an internet trend and it just doesn't go right.
1: It just feels wrong and I feel bad for people who do participate in that trend because I think the main reason, and if you listen to my dog Scott Galloway, you know as as a straight cis male, you know, I would say ninety nine percent of the decisions you make are based around getting sex. So like people are really thinking like if I'm able to show it's they're real, but for their life, it's like I'm I know how to put on moisturizer and I have like a clean bathroom. Totally. And I know how to like cook a basic meal. So like I can be a provider for you. I have a, I have a, a car.
0: <laughs> I have a I have a Stanley tumbler. I have a, I have a car. <laughs> I have an apartment. I have of a, 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 a t- multiple rooms of furniture from CB two. I'm out here bowling. Mm-hmm yeah and 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 honestly people i think it might work oh i mean it obviously works i think it speaks to a certain type of person you know i don't think it works for everyone but i think it works for the people that that it should work for let's put it that way Yeah,
1: the big one is if you're if you're making content like that and you're a single father oh baby and you're showing like yo here's me are you talking about girl dad making lunch for my number one princess (laughs) And and the and the lunch is very healthy, but also good.
0: Oh no! It's like when the it's like when you see the when the single father does the the girl's hair on video. Oh, bro! Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what's getting thrown at him after that? She, all these hoes are willing to raise that man's child after they see him putting pigtails in.
1: You really want to get laid, brother? <laughs> Learn how to do children's hair.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you if you knew how to do a fishtail braid, you'd be better <laughs> off too, Jason. Just think about that be drowning in clam brother man
1: um speaking of drowning in clam harmony (laughs) koreen and uh and fellow filmmaker travis scott have a new movie out that nobody cares about and they're only showing it inside of strip clubs have you seen this
0: yeah i think i sent it to you because they're doing it at i think the first one's in la crazy girls at crazy girls and you made the point. I think that it's it's not going to be an IMAX experience <laughs> <laughs> for crazy girls. It's going to be it's, it's going to be a,
1: the setup just like my tar
0: party last night. It's going to be a fucking best Buy projector set up. What's the opposite of it? What's the opposite of an immersive immersive experience? I, I think it's because <laughs> <That's, laughs> I guess that would be demersive. I mean I guess I've they, been demersed. I mean I'm sure they have a at Crazy Girls, I'm sure they have like a banging sound system, you know. So maybe the yeah, ba- that's what
1: that's what I said. But I don't know. I don't know if we're getting the 70 millimeter
0: print out out over there on La Brea. We're not getting the 70 millimeter print. That's for sure. But I wonder how many of these. I, I just don't. It's crazy because Travis Scott is probably bigger than he ever has been. You know what I mean? Like the, it's everything sells really well. He's all the streaming numbers, all the blah blah blah. But he he seems. Mm. To, he seems weirdly out of touch to me, but maybe may, oh, yeah. maybe that's just because his audience is so young uh, is Is my guess that it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, I, I guess he's in touch for his target demographic. People who are about to have a bar mitzvah. Yeah, no, that's uh, 100% and he probably you know, and then the people that run his business probably hire. Sixteen-year-olds to make these decisions on what he should and shouldn't be doing.
0: No, I mean, I think it. I think they they're know.
1: laughing all the way all the way to the bank.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, they know how to do it. But yeah, I think that's a showing your your movie at a strip club. But. Harmony is is been it's a cute idea. Harmony has been making some questionable decisions, so it's. I mean, I, I'm yeah. I'm not excited, but I, I imagine there's going to be a Kid Cudi collab in the future. You know, anything is possible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel bad because I mean, Harmony Kareem, he really is a legend, and he's done one of the greats, so much cool stuff. But then, you know, you hit a certain hit a certain point and you're, and you're goaded and no one's going to say no to you.
0: No one's going to be like me. Maybe, maybe we don't need to do that boiler room. More important. More importantly, people are going to come to you with a lot of money and ideas that aren't great. And you're going to be like, well, this money is a lot. So I think right. I'll be able to and figure the, it
1: out. The crazy white boy phone isn't going to be ringing forever. So I better go ahead and take this bagu.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm getting a, I'm getting a lot of (laughs) I'm getting a lot of crazy white boy looks lately in New York because I'm looks. What do you mean? You're serving or you're or you're getting no no, like I'm getting looked at because I go to the gym, you know, in the morning and it's obviously winter, but I don't wear pants. I wear a jacket and shorts and socks and shoes. What are you crazy? Because I just I'm not wearing pants to the gym and having to take them off and put your shoes back on. It just kills me. And I hate it. Yeah.
1: But also this is a thing this is a very this a thing that's near and dear to my heart because me as a Cali local, whenever I walk around New York, they can tell like when they see you, do they look at you like you're a fucking idiot, but you're from New York, so it's fine. Like I feel like when they look at me, when I'm just like running across the street from the hotel to the gym and I'm like you said, I'm not gonna like pack a bag with like a change of clothes and pants and shirts and socks and underwear, I'm just gonna like wear my workout clothes you know, walk the two minutes to the gym, tough it out and then go shower at home, but people really kind of look at you like there's something mentally wrong with you, right?
0: Yeah, they look at. Well, it's a it's a classic like crazy white boy move is is what it is like wearing shorts. I think in the it's winter. something more than that. It, that's that's the root of it. It starts with that crazy spelled with a K, of course, but I don't. My thing is that then I get to the get to the gym and then I see people. There's so many people all 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 four seasons working out in pants and that's just insane to me <laughs> like why on earth would you wear pants to work out in like it just doesn't but what kind of pants it depends on the pant. no it doesn't there's no there's no world where you should wear pants to work out there's no world <laughs> what if there's just no world i mean <laughs> They're like Lululemon or Viori or, or Nike anything. It's just, It doesn't matter. It's like I know they're made to work out in, but why would you do that unless you're trying to sweat more, which I understand, but then get get one of like the boxers suits, you know,
1: maybe you have awful legs.
0: The guys I am talking about are fucking Vanderbilt lacrosse players that are in amazing shape. They're twenty six year old, six years old, mm-hmm. and rich. Like they look fine, but they think it's a cool look.
1: Well, I think if if you are able to get your workout in, you look good. You are strong. You are muscular. You are not hindered by your clothing. I think it's a flex to wear whatever you want and and to play devil's ad. I am I am wearing a pair of the Arc'teryx pants that I think you got a pair of as well. I think those are considered. These these are a pant that I can do. I could squat in, and it's not really hindering
0: anything. No, it's not hindering anything. But you just look like a fool. Those are they're great pants, but like <laughs> squatting in pants this is insane. <laughs> like it just feels crazy to me. Well, like I'd rather wear a singlet. I'd rather I w- wear a singlet. I would argue that me just wearing shorts.
1: In general, makes me look like more of a fool than squatting in pants perhaps I
0: disagree I think you look great in shorts. just
1: in terms of the way my body looks thank you thank you I think that. that's
0: also I think you own it it's a confidence thing uh-huh. you know
1: okay i just I just got mother bombed thank you <laughs>
0: um we can talk about the Coachella lineup a little bit i i don't I'm yeah, let me pull it I up. just don't care it's like not it's just like exactly what you think it's going to be every time i mean I guess the the biggest surprise is the the level uh where blur lands on the list uh because i feel like they stopped doing that after the stone roses mistake what do you mean but but, but know, having blur it,
1: not be the headliner
0: no having blur that high up like is oh. is interesting to me
1: it does seem remarkably high i agree but I the- mean, it's, it's
0: literally they're 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 billed directly under the headliner tower the creator
1: yeah and then we've got Gassafelstein above Sublime I don't know um, <laughs> I was thinking about when we were talking to Kyle about like the whole Pitchfork thing and a lot of people say that like you know the they had this cool thing going for a long time it was real true indie and then the Poptimism thing came around and then they were just talking about the Taylor Swift and Pink Panthers and Ice Spice discourse kind of thing and that's what ruined it and I think the Coachella lineups sort of did the same exact thing, but they keep making more and more money.
0: Yeah, I mean, but it, yes, but it's also like the opportunity, the amount of artists that are playing, it's like they, they still do some cool stuff here and there because they have so much opportunity to do so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the beauty of having fucking 300 bands playing. My question to you is, Jason, no doubt. It says and no doubt at the very bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? When does no doubt play? Are they just trying to figure that out still? Well, uh,
1: this is what they did last year with Blink 182, yeah, yeah. but I think they yeah. were sort of added after the initial announcement. Mm-hmm. I think what that means, it's it's where, there was another show or another lineup or something like that where, oh, it was last year when they had, uh, it was like and Swedish House Mafia. Yes. So you're. It's kind of like. So you guys are you guys headlining or are you guys so small? I think the they have to build that and category because no doubt deserves to be a headliner Mm. because no doubt if they were to you know do a tour like they're able to play and fill a venue. Yeah. The same you know bigger than Doja Cat would for sure. But currently for this day and age, seventy percent of the people who are going to Coachella. Don't know what no doubt is, you know. They're just like yeah, I'm. True. I'm here for they're like oh that light
0: John Summit, <laughs> that nice blonde lady who's married to Blake Shelton from The Voice. I lo- <laughs> I, yeah, she seems cool. I'm here for Renee Rapp. Oh, dear. I don't. I'm and Baby Rexa and
1: Coy Leroy. I have no idea. What. Yeah, I mean, you know, because no doubt was you know they were they were peaking in 1995. Yeah, and many of these people were born in 2005.
0: It's it's a long t- It's a long time ago. The other thing that I'm surprised by is Doja Cat. J Balvin Janae Iko? like what year is it Janae Iko hasn't been relevant that's a
1: favorite there's no because that's Kr-
0: Krunga bin Krungbin is and John big. Summit
1: is those big. people those people are doing big numbers Janae Iko I mean, like how long gone sells more tickets than janae Ico honestly and she's dude, the third on the list. I
0: could. I mean, I, I would put taking back Sunday above janae Ico if it was my bill, obviously, but I just don't I mean
1: I shout out to janae, you know, no disrespect, even though this does sound disrespectful, <laughs> but because a lot of people talk about how like, oh my God, like we were talking about before like I can't believe they um, they decided to not book Shakira. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And you know, and that kind of stuff. And you're know, like, how is this happening here? And how is this act above this act? And it really is like you guys, it has nothing to do with Nothing. These this is a business where like some people sell tickets and some people don't. And the people who sell more tickets, their name is bigger. And it's it's not like a fluke or a gut feeling. It's based on yeah, it's like a science. so much data and information yeah, yeah. the decision is made for them. It has nothing to do with my streaming my yeah, Spotify
0: like, numbers my blah blah bleachers. No one's ever listened to bleachers. No one like that's not <laughs> it's, it's not a, it's completely it's a because Antonoff has made record labels and artists so much fucking money. He gets to have a band with a real record deal that puts out records and tours and does okay, but should he be on the first row of Coachella Saturday? I, I don't know about all that. Should he get an
1: SNL? performance.
0: Yeah, maybe I, I think I think that makes more sense than this to be honest with you, but if bleachers does SNL Taylor Swift, you know what I mean? You know, there's going to be like the crazy celebrities that come out Bruce Springsteen's going to come out and that's good for TV. You know that that's <laughs> but I, yes, I agree with you, but there's some people. I mean like military gun is playing the drums are playing. There's some cool, you know, oh, there's some cool stuff. Hey, yeah, we got Japanese House friend of the show
1: on Sunday. We have bicep on the th- on technically the third row, so their bicep is two places behind Nav, <laughs> and then Baby Rexa is like five places ahead of bicep. Baby Rexa didn't she had the tour where like everyone was saying like tickets cost three dollars.
0: Yeah, but BB ba- B- Rex is
1: and the- the, and then people kept throwing stuff at him. Yeah, Nav Nav will. Like, you know live won't even book nav right like i no. mean he's i love nav but like he's not moving I, tickets I, I love if you go nav. to biceps Instagram <laughs> i really do if you go to biceps instagram it's just drone footage of them playing for a hundred thousand yeah, people no, I, it's I, them headlining so, it's so every big. single european festival literally f- like bigger than skrillex crowds and they're fucking that low on the bill it's so weird
0: yeah i mean i think it's i think it just depends on what you're trying to do you, you know what I mean it's bros yeah it's, it's just like what am I trying to do what are we trying to say I mean I don't
1: but yeah. I, I was also just saying I don't like to see sublime just sublime <laughs> they've dropped the with Rome so what does that exactly
0: mean does that mean Rome's out I think the sun is, ta- is so Bradley's son has taken yes. over the
1: only person who could do it oh god what a <laughs> redemption story
0: yeah that's gonna be great I can't wait I mean I, it's amazing that that it's gone on long enough that now the sun has just taken the reins mm-hmm. and they they were able to drop the the bad part of their name. God bless them. <laughs> That's honestly, we need the a 24 story on this one. Yeah, we do. You're right. That's a great idea. The sublime story, not even not a doc. I want it to be acted. Oh yeah, who plays Bradley Efron Joaquin because I want it to be exactly like the um well the Queen.
1: The Queen movie. That was like two years ago.
0: It's <laughs> the awful movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Where you had to wear those prosthetic teeth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just, it, it literally felt like a Disney. It, it like felt like a Disney cartoon. <laughs> if, it if, was so it felt like weird. if
1: Austin Powers was a drama,
0: not yes, a comedy. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I've got AIDS. Bummer. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. It was so bad. And people kept, <laughs> it won all those awards. It won all those awards. I, I wasn't bad at it to keep it a bandy i saw somebody be like that's why bradley cooper spent six years working on maestro because he lost an oscar to have to the guy who played to the guy who played uh uh, queen (laughs) freddie mercury Mercury. yeah (laughs) freddie mercury he's like he had to go away for a while because he didn't eat none of it made sense anymore (laughs) (laughs) it's like
1: uh he just looking at that actor i forgot who played him in
0: rami malik
1: yeah yeah just looking at rami with that haircut and the and the prosthetic teeth. It reminds me of Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder when he's simple Jack 100 percent 100 percent.
0: It was it's so crazy Oh simple. <laughs> it's it's so crazy that that came out and was that it won like it won like six Oscars. It's crazy. Oh, like
1: I said, I wasn't mad at it. Oh,
0: I was. It was awful. Oh, it's an amazing story. It's
1: because you know what's going to happen because that's my biggest pet, fee- pet peeve is when you watch a a biopic or a real you know, an acted out version instead of a documentary where everyone knows what's going to happen, but you still are like on the edge of your seat to see what's going to happen. Yeah, of course, of course, that's a sign of a good movie. Like that movie air air is great. I loved air. I didn't like it. I didn't like it because everyone, obviously you know what's going to happen, but uh, to me they didn't do a good job of sort of suspending that disbelief because you're like, there's, there's like this big pivotal scene where every movie has that moment where the heart, sinks yes and you're like is it going to work out or not and then it ends but it's like damn michael jordan passed on nike and you're like no but we all know that they didn't pass on nike so i don't know they just didn't do a good job but they tied it up at the end
0: nicely the queen movie was make you cry. the queen movie was literally like a hallmark movie and it was i just didn't it was so also, I got. I don't care about Queen at all. Like, I have no. I don't give a shit about Queen. Like, sure they have some big songs, but I don't care. Like, I think Queen is pretty uncool. Actually,
1: Queen's a genius.
0: So I don't really. Queen g- is like if Elton John was good. Elton John has a hundred better songs than. Queen does, but I don't. I Queen is just lame. Queen's the gayest band in the world.
1: Elton John's gay.
0: That's true. Queen rules, man. And they're, they're amazing. Musicians. It's like liking AC/DC or something. It's like, yeah. Not at all. 100% the same thing.
1: Queen is classic, classically trained musicianship. ACDC is for lunkheads. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's they're
0: both uncool. It's not about the, what the music sounds like. They're both like uncool bands that are hot topic T-shirts. And it's not their fault. That's just what it is. Oh, fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about
1: Anna Wintour firing somebody over Zoom and not taking off her sunglasses armor.
0: I've been talking about this a lot because it's <laughs> one of the coolest things I've ever heard, obviously. But also, I'm just like, I don't – if you know anything about – because this stemmed from like a tweet from, from some Pitchfork editor who – Clearly, you know, like hates Conde Nast, hates Anna Wintour, you know, and is basically like she didn't take off her sunglasses. Everyone knows Anna Wintour wears sunglasses all the time. That's like her whole thing, and it has been for thirty years. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so surprised that that has now made it to like page six when it's been an ob- it's everyone knows that.
1: Well, you would think everyone knows that, but apparently they don't, or they just they think it's mean. I mean I guess it might be mean but I'll,
0: if I'm getting fired by Windtor, I don't care what she's wearing. I want her to leave the glasses on. It's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's that. I just think people what people think is disrespectful is really funny to me. Like I wouldn't even think twice about somebody having sunglasses on. I mean it's weird. It's like weird, but when you're in if a person at that level does stuff that's weird, <laughs> you know what I mean? They do whatever they want. They're well, what what I want.
1: what I was a little bit more mystified by when I saw that tweet was the person who tweeted it, I don't know who they are, but I, it looked like, you know, they were just like a, 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 one of the riders at pitchfork. I, I, I didn't believe that Anna Wintour herself would call a meeting and go in and personally hand fire, like, people who write stories about like oh no
0: she wasn't no she wasn't hand firing the one who did the yeah who did the <laughs> cockatoo twin twins anniversary post but she
1: didn't it, she didn't mention that it was over she didn't say that it was like over zoom no but i guarantee and i went to this woman's website and
0: it it didn't even look like she was like on staff at pitch it four. was probably well she could be lying first of all and it also could be just like a <laughs> like a kind of thing where it's like a a, a mini town hall where everyone gets—you know what I mean—it's like five hundred people on Zoom or whatever. You know, obviously this would be smaller.
1: Yeah, but I feel like she would have specified if it was over Zoom. But I just—I—I I, I can't even picture a scenario where Anna Wintour is firing like the CEO of Pitchfork.
0: Well, that's why she's a, that, but that's why she's a real one because she goes in and does the dirty work, mm-hmm. and that's what people don't like. Nut, I'm about to bust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, re- do you want to talk about what you did last night, Chris?
0: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Speaking of Renee Rap. Al and I went to to Saturday Night Live, um, which I you know I've never done before. Thank you to to Andy and Rosebud for the for the tickets. But I um I'm jealous. Obviously have grown up with Saturday night Live. We love it. We watch it every week. I, I love the debate that it causes and how people get so fucking mad about it. Um mm-hmm. the only downside is Bo and Yang. But otherwise it was great. It was really great. <laughs> and um I think that the size of the kind of like I'd heard this before, but the studio eight H like the size of it. And there's like only a couple hundred people there. It's actually tiny. It makes it feel really crazy. And kind of like this, obviously the speed in which they have to do things. And, and what you notice is like a Lordy Jacob Alordi hosted. He has like a, there's like one person it felt like who's assigned to him and as soon as any sketch is over mm-hmm. this woman would run up and grab his hand and make him run back to hair and makeup yeah. like every and it was like pretty funny because she she just looked stressed and I was like that's her job is to like basically be stressed and make sure that Can you imagine being stressed around a lordy. Oh, what a bummer. He's not stressed. I'll tell you that. I mean the funniest thing that happened was um, a cast member named Punky Johnson on weekend update did a she was the the guy who who jumped at the judge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so she played that guy and it was so fucking funny. It, it killed me. It was really really funny Punky can be really funny um, when she wants to and then punky was in another ske- another sketch where it was like an AA meeting. And it was women only and an ugly guy walked in. They're like, yeah, it's women only. And then a Lordy walked in. They're like, yeah, of course, please sit down. <laughs> and then, and then they all, and he basically, he starts talking about how he has replaced his alcoholism with, with sex addiction. And they're all like horny for him, obviously. And then mm-hmm. it just cuts to punky and she just got her titties out. It was really funny. <laughs> just like talking to him. But yeah, it was really funny. But the, the whole system and how it works is like, very confusing and and interesting and i would love to hear someone explain it to me kind of how it all works because you like have to go through security and then you wait here and then you wait here and then we're like why are we waiting like jennifer garner is there with with her and ben affleck you know what i mean like in the same section as us
1: you said jennifer garner and ben affleck
0: well jennifer just jennifer the kid okay. the, and their kid, one of their kids. Okay. But then, you know, then we're like Sophia Coppola and Tomas Mars and their their kid is there. We're like all in the same area. and But then when the show starts, Cara Delevingne and St. Vincent like come stand next to where we're sitting. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, it's all very, it's all, and then busy Phillips comes and sits on the steps. It's just all kind of like, I think there's several levels to it. Um, did you but did you have to sit through a dress rehearsal as well? No, no. We basically we went to La Rock and it was delicious. Actually, less fussy than the first time. Okay, great. Um, and then they, they say be there by ten, and then you you kind of are in holding from ten to like eleven, I would say. Mm. And then you and then you walk in and sit down, and then the band plays. For a little while, and like warms up. Wait, so they film it that late? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's live. I mean, that's I'm, just the kidding, thing. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, because people are like, it's t- they're doing it. Live. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? That's the whole show. <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's in the name. It's um, in the fucking name, man. But then the band plays for a little while, and then Michael Che comes out and like warms the <laughs> warms <laughs> the <laughs> audience <laughs> up a little bit. Um, yeah, you have you have any good jokes? Any good monologue? I mean, he was wearing a Bape hoodie. He kept be like, Bape "Y'all top. like my hoodie." And I was Ooh. like, not really, no, <laughs> but <laughs> no, but the um the the in, the other thing I noticed as like a person who's watched the show basically my entire life is that that when you're there, the band is playing almost constantly when there's not that's cool when there's not a, a, a sketch going on.
1: So it's hopping in that in that hen house.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very hopping, but I had to I ha- almost <laughs> I almost had an altercation, unfortunately, oh, no. um, because was there a guy on a bird scooter? No, don't worry. Don't worry. It was an older woman. Um, so we we uh, oh, slay. they're basically like Alex and I both had to go like we were like three rows back. And, and if somebody from the front row leaves, you have to go fill in a seat. You know what I mean? Mm. So they asked. They asked us to do it. We, we were separated. I went to one Alex went to the other and I go to sit down. And the woman's like, that's my friend's seat. I'm like, I know that I'm doing what I'm told. It's seat filling. It's part of live television. <laughs> you know, I, I was kind of like, yeah, I know. And so I sit there the they the sketch happens and then it's over and you know the ushers let the the people who are in the bathroom or whatever come back and the woman is like my friends on her way back and I was like yeah, I know that I don't work for you. Please do not talk to me and <laughs> she didn't like that <laughs> and c- then continued to stare daggers back at me for the rest of the show and it was just such a strange it's just a very strange environment overall because it's like <laughs> s- such a mix of like famous people and regular people and people that are like in the industry and it's so small. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess if you're if you're sort of invited to be there, it's almost you know it's like this is my one shot kind of thing. Do not fuck this up for me. I had this yeah fantasy in my mind of how this was gonna go, and then this bald motherfucker is ruining it and I got to say something
0: and that's also how it was that yeah and also just like the seating everybody is just like turned the fuck up because it's live you know and like there's no room for error really which I respect yeah. but I mean the the whole thing is is it's pretty amazing to see I have to say and like I don't um, you know staying up till 1130 was it was very difficult um, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm glad we did it It was
1: worth that's, it for the art uh, you're a comedy lover when I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch it yet uh but i did watch like a, a trailer commercial thing for it where it was it was bowen renee and lordy yeah and they did like a bit where they called jacob like a baby doll yeah like you're so, baby girl you're so ba- you're so baby girl and then and then he's like well if you're if i'm baby girl then what are you and then renee rap calls herself mother
0: yes yes
1: (laughs) renee wrapped like the the human equivalent of like a stanley mug calling herself (laughs) mother and then in front of bowen and bowen has to go along with it i I actually felt bad for bowen it it was it was it reminded me of like remember when trump did snl like a little later than he should have yes yes, and everyone had to sort of (laughs) grin and bear it so Bowen had to hear Renee Rapp call herself mother, which is a thing
0: that nobody can
1: do. You have to be
0: bestowed. The best thing that happened to me all night was as we were leaving, I saw a, a Barry's instructor that I know because I used to take his <laughs> class, and him and his man were guests of Bowen, of course. Mm. So I, I, I was, I was, but no, I think I thought Renee Rapp. I just don't know anything about her. Like I don't know anything about her. She sounded pretty good. And the other thing, Jason, that you notice when you're there. Mm-hmm that's really interesting is that it's very quiet like the 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 live performance is very quiet like the the really? sketches are very quiet yeah it feels it feels like it's I mean it's just it's like going to it's similar to going to like an NFL game and it it's just like everything is for TV yes like yes, it's yes, yes, yes. you know it's everything is optimized for television and that's all that matters so it's like but it was like very like Renee Rapp is like giving it her all with a full fucking band and like dancers mm. and it sounds like it's two rooms over
1: interesting interesting yeah i guess yeah. it makes sense and so i and because uh, i was always wondering because like when you're watching it on tv and then there's like
0: like like a famous person does the
1: cameo walk on and the crowd goes wild
0: yeah rachel mcadams came last night because of mean girls mm, poor mean girls
1: um but, and sometimes they really have to pause for a long time before they start back in with whatever it was yeah. they're doing. And I guess, you know, it, they literally have to do that because you can't hear a single thing yeah, yeah, when yeah. that room is, is cheering, I'm assuming.
0: Yes, basically. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I can't hear myself monologue.
0: It's just a very intimate environment. But, Lordy you know, lordy did his thing. And the other thing I noticed about Lordy is that I feel like he just has to do an American accent all the time like every care. Mm-hmm. He never once had an Australian accent, <laughs> um, which he's good at. But I mean that feels annoying if you're him. He
1: is good at his native language is what do you think about the uh, the rumors going around about him having to or him maybe being too tall to be a famous successful actor.
0: I mean, doesn't bode well for you, but I think that. <laughs> well, luckily, I'm not an
1: actor. Luckily,
0: <laughs> not yet, not yet. I, I think, I think that, <laughs> um, I, I think that that's probably like a fun thing to debate, but actually not true. Because if he's, if he's actually a great actor and can actually sell tickets, I think they'll figure out a way to make the sets a little bigger and Taylor's clothes a little longer.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like also it's one of those things where we're not too far away. With, with the our, our rapid acceleration of technology and AI and all that stuff where, you know, in three years, they'll be able to use some type of software to just make him normal sized in a yeah, film. I don't, you know what I mean? They'll just be like a plug in.
0: I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think that's I mean, I think it is funny to talk about because like Tom Cruise is five foot one, you know, um, but but
1: has Tom Cruise ever played somebody? who existed in real life not just a fictional character i'm trying to think
0: i'm sure he has. i mean he's i'm sure it's been like based on something but maybe not famous you know what i mean
1: because the lordy has played elvis the the problem if lordy is just playing a a a fictional character that somebody's created doesn't matter he can be as tall as he wants but if he's playing elvis that's a good point he can't be seven feet taller than his wife that's a good point
0: well luckily there's because we know luckily there's amazing camera operators first ac you know units that are able to do some camera tricks oh yeah to bring a lordy back down to size more angles um but yeah it was it was fun it was fun
1: hey shout out to um to andy haynes and his his wife rosebud
0: yeah she was on last night too she got a little cameo in the in the monologue she asked lordy a question which is cool damn good yeah all right uh so heading to la tomorrow and then we're in san francisco on uh thursday january 25th um at the great star theater there's some tickets available on com. we're going to have our friend a, co- a comedian from san francisco phil griffiths join us to uh shoot the shit on stage there um he's very funny we'll see you then
1: mm-hmm. yeah i've been i've been writing down I, I got to pull up my live show bits He's back. Uh, Apple folder. That's where the good stuff goes. Whenever I'm in tour mode, I'm like, all right, this is a good thing to talk about on the podcast. And then when it's too good, that's when it goes <laughs> in the live show, live show folder.
0: That gets stored. I just want to let you guys know that there's a value add. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in San Francisco. Um, tickets, com, And we're back next week with more podcasts. Yeah, are we, we're having a kind of a culinary week, aren't we? Well, no, it's, it's one for me, one for you week which is some of the best some of the best weeks we we can get. One for me, one for you. Let me take a look see. It's well we're doing Monday, Tuesday because of our travel schedule.
1: Oh. Oh wow. That is tomorrow. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> okay, one for you, one <laughs> one for
0: me indeed. Uh, in
1: many many ways.
0: Um also, I, for, I almost forgot. Um I'm going to be t- chatting with Kyle Cheka at Skylight Books in LA on uh tuesday the 23rd at 7 p.m is that
1: free and open to anyone
0: it's free and open to anyone um yeah just just come check us out it'll be a little chat and then a q a um and uh and filter world Be a
1: them jeans meet and greet
0: yeah be, bring me yeah. <laughs> drugs bring jason some of your favorite cookies um be so random <laughs> we'll see we'll see you guys there thank you for listening bye-bye
1: So song.